0: You're listening to On Conversation, and I am the legend, Keith Chandler. This week, our 20th episode, we discuss education. What does education look like in the future? What are its strengths and weaknesses now? And what are the strengths and weaknesses that we hope to have or not have down the line? Unfortunately, as per our usual slants and slopes, I think we fall a little more into the politics of education because education seems to be so political. And we only really get to focus on education a little bit. And I think we kind of bring the example that uh, is obfuscating getting anything done about education, which is a lack of focus on education itself. Uh, Our intro music this week is brought to you by Lucy Stoner. The track is called Everyone Needs an Audience for Their Funeral. You can find it on their second record, The Mirror is a Personal Hell, released on Sweet Sounds Records. Check them out at sweetsoundsrecords.com or sweetsoundsrecords.bandcamp.com. That's it, we hope you enjoy the show. We've only got a few more left for our first season before Brad returns back to teaching at the university in Indiana. So we hope you've enjoyed most of the season so far and we hope you'll stick with us for the last couple few and enjoy those as well. Thank you so much and enjoy the show.
1: Yeah. I can just get it when I pay for mine. Wow. Are we on? We are
0: on. Yeah. Now. Yeah, Happy on.
1: Sunday. This is uh, a very conversation. Stir it up. Very, very Super busy at the busy. beach. Craziness. A lot of tan bodies. For mm-hmm. any of
0: the tourists that are listening right now, I just want to let you know this area sucks. It smells. It's wretched. It's putrid. <laughs> it's, it's bereft of all spiritual and soul And we have angry dolphins. Stay away. There's sharks. There's jellyfish. Dolphins. Glass in the beach. (laughs) uh, Needles. Busted condoms. Stay away from here. Oh my god. Just stay away from here, please.
1: All of that stuff makes me cringe because it is so beautiful. (laughs) Sorry. Anyway, so don't mess with my (laughs) homeland. So we've decided
0: in advance this morning for fun that I guess we're going to talk about education.
1: So, and um, not just what it is now, but what it maybe could be, because um, I always like to have conversations, and I don't think we've had this conversation about what would education need to look like in 50 years to have a sustainable society. Um, we have
0: two people in this conversation who are loathe for education, and we have one in the system. Advocate. Advocate. All
2: mm-hmm. All right and fight (laughs) yeah no okay i consistently oppose brad's kind of entire (laughs) worldview because of what i perceive to be his like overarching opinions of education that you can um you can take very high-minded intelligent ideals and use them to make the population better in some ways almost against the will of the population. Like I view it as like academic stuff enforced on people who don't view it as beneficial and don't like it and then academics and professors as being very dismissive and condescending of the opinions of people who are like quote unquote uneducated.
1: So does that come from your classroom experience? Because you didn't go to class very much, so is that?
2: From your I it, <laughs> it comes from. Thanks I, for telling me that. I'm going to use that a lot. <laughs> I look at uh, higher education, and I think that it's it's attempting to improve and educate a very small percent of the population, and it's really isolated from the rest of things. And I don't like how. Dismissive of like alternate viewpoints, it seems to be. So I
1: wouldn't say that we're dismissive of alternate
2: viewpoints, um, uh,
1: especially where the sciences are concerned. Um, I would say that we probably are. Mm. We create some of the alternate viewpoints. Um, real but quick,
0: real quick, just so so to the best of your ability. What are the three things that are good? That you think education is doing now just very briefly quickly I, I don't i'm just i'm just so we can have a a frame here
1: so it is recording and building the knowledge base something positive
2: i like for, that okay, okay
1: yeah so that's its main purpose but, not necessarily but teaching do you require do you yeah.
2: need okay so well i guess the it knowledge is teaching base too. alternate Theory: the knowledge base just lies in the population, and what the population accepts to be true.
0: Okay, so with that that being said, so w- what is the thing that you think education is the, the top thing that education is failing us
1: at now? It's not uh, more so K twelve, but but higher ed. To the elitism of higher ed, probably would be one of the things that I would. I would challenge and the, or I would, you know, want to reform. And also the, um, K-12's inability to morph into like an education for the next hundred years, a sustainable kind of... And you speak to that, the elitism.
2: Yeah. And it's a common narrative that schools are, um... Elite in the sense that they are... Okay, um, people are concerned that schools are teaching a lot of, like, social theory and cultural ideas and very esoteric stuff that doesn't have application to people's day-to-day lives. And they're failing kids with, you know, teaching teaching math, uh, teaching language skills, teaching science. They view us as falling... They make a distinction K-12? between... Um, K-12 and, uh, to an well, extent, higher ed, but mainly K, uh, well, K-12. Well, higher ed, you
1: would have to argue because we have the top higher ed system in the world. Not, no, well... We're more, and more Nobel Prize yeah. people, okay. more right. whatever. But people art. still University the University of California system in, in, in general, and then you lap in Harvard, yeah. Princeton... Stanford, okay. Yale, K through 12 you, you have not, the top education not, system. W- we,
0: are, we are not top tier. Com- that being
1: said, re- and, and what Joey is saying too, what he's kind of commenting on is that there's two higher ed system. There's the elite system of the private schools, and then there's the public school system, which is semi-elite, mm. but it's not designed to be.
2: Yeah, um, I think the distinction that a lot of people make is between uh, like soft classes and hard classes. Um, soft ones being things like liberal arts and social sciences and hard ones being more right. STEM-driven. And they, they consistently believe that by indulging uh, liberal arts, soft sciences, et cetera, we are in—that's one of the things that is causing us to fail at and sacrifice STEM and like hard— provable knowledge that we're not
1: necessarily failing at stem like the well so there's a couple arguments that you said there at one time so the first one is is that the soft uh subjects such as english and philosophy and that don't matter
2: english except for
1: literacy English philosophy yeah and that which kind of which Johnny stuff,
2: can't read is a very common really
1: don't matter the problem with that is we found that they really do matter that's why Apple hires poets and philosophers and people like that to inspire people to give them new ideas to to touch on the very
2: essence of life and yeah, the but meanings of life yeah but Apple's not going to hire somebody who can't do so math or doesn't they know do. anything about programming they hire or they poets and and well, we don't. Value people any. who English have no—they hire people who have no STEM skills. People who are literally poets. They're not there for that. Well, what do they, they do? They hire
1: yoga people that come and do yoga for everybody. Okay, all right, but yes, no point being like. Well, but we don't, the, so wait, don't. wait, wait. So there so is it's only a distinct in link between between the the values of philosophy and the stories of English and the study of history to creativity. Okay. Like, and, and when we take those things away and you have a scientist who's never studied ethics, who has never studied metaphysics, who has never studied the s- historical presence of the country, of the world, you have... A scientist that doesn't understand pretty much the meaning of what they're doing. So then you could have somebody that builds massive extermination devices, or builds an AI that wipes out people, or simply can't think of anything to build. Okay, so your your so the argument that you just said is is the neoliberal argument whereas schools have to value, like, your courses have to be directly proportional to the money you can make
2: with them outside of... Not necessarily... Where that's a I, neoliberal idea. It turns into money, but... Not, that's where that comes from. Not necessarily money, but something that produces something that is objectively valuable. That improves the quality of people's lives. But we lives. have
1: two things: we have subjectivity and objectivity, and both of those things have to be massaged
2: for our society. Well, I mean, that's why
1: philosophy. Yeah, you're yoga first. guy.
2: People benefit from having a you know or somebody who's someone, trained in yoga because or Maya Angelou, it's that's paid them. to
1: write
0: poetry, right? And and but but people don't celebrate the bard anymore. Not, no, people not, don't. They like celebrated people who get her. Paid to write R- poetry, right, but that's. That's my, I'm just saying, that's my Angelou. She, that's...
1: But she, people are saying that's what that's UBI might would do is it would allow some poets to have part-time jobs but spend most of their time on poetry or on painting or on, I mean, obviously the Fine arts... and is, music. Obviously the arts are important in our <laughs> lives. I mean, people pay millions and millions of dollars for art and they send their kids to art classes and they send their kids to piano lessons and they, you know, they... It's it's part of what the fabric of our society, you know. And do people do those things because they
2: they? Okay, do they? It creates beauty. Um, It's like
1: aesthetics. It literally, a beautiful song is beauty. Yeah.
2: I think you could make a better case for music being good for the individual who's creating it or practicing it.
1: No, are you kidding? You've never just had had a few drinks and you're jamming out to a song. And you're shaking your hair. No, what I'm saying is the wild. better
2: value of it is what it does for the person who's doing it, regardless of what they actually produce. Or whatever because it exercises their Well, your that's, mind true, that's true, too. That's true, too. But I think
1: that. the masses also get a gigantic value. Oh, of like course. of a good jazz song or like a classical piece. Like, they play it and they get joy from it. Oh, there's your joy. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Mm, yeah. Which maybe we'll get to later. Okay, it's... I mean, yeah, if we
1: just had universities that just did the sciences, the hard sciences, it would be a desolate place. Like there would the artistic stuff, the theater, all the stuff that comes from it is what we value. People in society. come to that
2: naturally, though, without being compelled by like an educational system.
0: Here's here's my here's my grievance. so, so you think that people are
2: you think if you don't teach art that art is just going to disappear? You're just going to have environments no, like but that I are bereft of it. No, I people play guitar spread. because they like doing. I it. I think it
1: spreads much more rapidly and our our integration in society. And I think philosophy almost always has to be done in a setting like the academy, right? So it started in the academy, right? It runs in the academy because it creates. You have to have a dialectic. You have to have people arguing over it. And so, which is the whole essence of the why our systems built? Like-
2: yeah, philosophy and ethics and teaching people how to think and which teaching people logic, I think that that deserves sort of its own category apart from well, that's where the they math, all science, were. That's where they kind of programming, engineering. And... The, well, modern, the liberal modern, social arts. The, so
0: here, here's, my, here's yeah. my two grievances. One as a spectator, one as, an, as, a, as a participant in the system. So spectator viewpoint is th- the modern education system as it stands doesn't prepare people for the world that we live in today. So I think the whole thing needs to be changed. History needs to be studied. You know, social studies, English, math, science, all that. But there's, but there's other. We much, need
1: massive computers. Much social more media practical. Classes. Yeah. Much,
0: much, much more practical. We need
1: inventive classes where they take a science class and then they have a whole semester trying to invent something new, and they lay out the world's problems, and. And well, they have kids work on them. Well, I don't know like about like little tiny kids. I mean, literally, you can have kids working on. I do. You don't want them to blow the place up. but... Well, yeah, but I
0: don't know that you want to lay that kind of grief at a child's feet. My my second thing though. No, a,
1: but it wouldn't be grief. It'd be a game.
0: Well, that's true. Yeah, that'd be like yeah, Enders game.
1: Um, as yeah. a participant in Actually, the system, I oh, have a lot. I have him, a lot of Lord.
0: grievance with it because I went to college three times. I spent a lot of money. I didn't get any return on my investment other than the enjoyment of the time that I spent and the individual experiences that I have with certain professors and certain students and some of the things that I learned. However, I majored in English, which is a language that increasingly seems to be more and more important, but less and less people speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then two, it's like, I'll go to these job sites and people talk all this crazy stuff since I do electrical work now, which is you know labor, more or less. and you know, it's like people, people, people talk about things or whatever, and then it's, I always make the jokes like, "Yeah, well, you know, if you wanna, if you wanna sit down and, uh, you know, get 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 your literary criticism game on for Robert Frost, man, give me a call. You know, like, you wanna talk about, you wanna talk about Toni Morrison, give me a shout." But people he, he, literally you know, make
1: clubs up to talk about. that I, I stuff. Know, They're I They're just but, not here. But, yo, see, but, but around, you could start one. But around here, no
0: one, no one cares.
1: No, I think you could start one. Maybe not Robert Frost, but you could start right. one. There are all kinds of them in Louisville. Uh, people, I think, I think people James want to Baldwin talk about.
2: be a great hit here. People talk. About, they want to talk <laughs> about art. That if you're talking about like literary criticism, people want to talk about art that they just enjoy and that feels relevant to them, and they naturally dissect it, like. You can have the same kind of cultural conversations about, like, the, the Marvel movies that you could but my, about Shakespeare. My, my, my point and there it is... it would be more relevant to people.
0: My, my point there is I spent so much money... But people get tired of just talking about that. And a lot of effort into something that ultimately... Didn't change you at all? Well, it, no, it changed it's, me. That's the only thing me, it's supposed to do. But, But the... I and make up, you
1: a better citizen, sure, a better... Sure, sure, sure.
0: But Joey and I, we grew up in the in the late 80s and the early 90s where you could be anything you wanted if you just worked hard enough and you had to go to college because if you didn't go so to college, we, then you did it, did it, did it. Did, did, and none of that shit happened for me. I did everything I was supposed to do. And I've and I paid for it in, in quantum amounts ever okay. since.
1: That's true. And so meritocracy, of course, is a myth, but it... There are some things that do work in it, like hard work or something like that. So we can't say it's a total myth, but we can say there are a lot of extenuating factors such as race, class, gender, uh, sexuality that actually influence your success in life in some cases. Now, some people break through that. Sure. But Uh,
0: now if, now if 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 the degree had less value in the sense of having an application of needing to get a job to justify the financial... Right uh uh you know albatross that that became then then the idea would be if it didn't have that burden then i could i right. could have been free to hey i'm going to get this and i'm going to read and write and explore and whatever right. and do electric and farm and i'm going to be able to ma- and money's not going to be important it's just about enjoyment or the change that i got or the fulfillment right. i got and that's my grievance
1: so what is it? let
2: let the system shouldn't be oriented towards getting a job or that you weren't properly no like, that trained there should be
1: job. some kind of ubi where you're working you know and you just, can just that the, 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 maybe the college should have been free the amount of and money and then that you put, it yeah. wouldn't you wouldn't have the debt service but well, i'm going to ask you both a serious question did you, you get do. okay but this is more serious than i actually ask did you guys actually try to get the most you could out of the universities that you were at?
0: When I was able to, yes, but I wasn't always able because I was working two jobs and I was strung out. So,
2: no, I didn't. Yeah, okay. I didn't take advantage so,
0: of my
1: educational opportunities. So, no. how do you know you didn't miss something that oh, was so valuable? Oh, I know I missed. Did a you lot. live
2: on campus? Freshman sophomore year. I, okay. did, I did not.
0: But I was also ten years older than ninety so, percent so, of the student body. So Hannah
1: Rent poised this idea, and I think you've heard me say it before that the universities are places where there's twenty-something year olds as a majority that mm. have extreme amount of power, mm. right? And they—it's a tinderbox of these older people that are poking them to think about something, poking them over here to think about something, poking them over here to think about something. And it's amazing the wildfires that that starts. And she said, this was back in the 60s when they were burning down the universities, (laughs) that um, you're burning down your home, the home of your ideas, the place where you're a majority. You know, as a group, you know, there's more students on campus than any, any other group. That's right, true. so yeah. you actually have an extreme amount of social and mental power, right? And so don't burn down these universities because they're your your mental homes, right? And the tinderbox of our our budding society. And what she meant was was that a lot of the concepts are tested and forged in the university proper, uh, just Whoa. like just like. Zuckerberg would not have created Facebook if he hadn't been at Harvard. Mm. Like the pressure of Harvard on him caused him to rebel and do that. Right. Bill Gates probably wouldn't have been in Microsoft without what's the, being...
0: What's the term for that? that were, you know, where had the pressure not been applied, you would never right. have... Right,
1: and so the, the, the professors, that, our job is to apply that pressure. Mm. To, to stimulate you, to set you on fire so you will figure out something and you do not have to ha- get a degree to get something valuable out of higher ed.
2: I don't like the notion that things you're saying... And this is Hannah Arendt. She's yeah, one of the most famous...
1: If
0: it was, if it was value. Pitched like that, it would be... I would, you, know, I, you know what I mean? No, Sorry, Joey, go, I, go ahead. Yeah,
2: I just don't like the idea of it being that... I I hear you when you're saying it's a unique environment because you've got people of similar ages and you have them in a... The ...kind of a secluded a secluded place where the emphasis is they on can very say what specific they want things
1: without dogma they can um,
2: say I think it's highly I think it's debatable that people on college campuses can actually say what they that want That is
1: in my experience at my university that is not true Socially
2: enforced and professor enforced groupthink is a huge concern for people talking about universities but digression now I I get what you're saying about it, the uniqueness of it, and it creating, but that... So, is groupthink consensus?
1: Like, you've been exposed to new ideas, and then you make a consensus, and then someone can turn around and call that groupthink? It's not propaganda. Um, Well, maybe it is a simps kind of...
2: A style of propaganda, but using the word "group." Thing I think it's for group learning I, is. Mm. I think if an idea is, if accepting an idea is socially enforced rather than um, arrived at by the actual thought and opinion of the individual, if it's
1: that. But that's the way ideas are out in society. They're socially enforced. You don't randomly decide something yeah, and, then and try and to the fuck same, the system in general. But the same... Well, some like, people do for fun. The same yeah, sequester...
2: The same sequ- some, yeah, some do. Yeah. Yeah. The same environment that you're describing is what, for instance, um, conservatives are concerned with uh, destroying conservative thought on college campuses. Because the young people and the professors that you're describing that create this unique environment that ratchets up like all, all of these like new ideas, majority opinion. So, the, so it's because they're new ideas. They
1: are new ideas. And what happens is the pressure of that. Conservatism is static, right? And, and they promote conservative. We study conservative ideas. And number one, what the hell are conservative ideas exactly? Because you pull that apart. And let's look at that. Is that original liberalism? Is that what we're talking about? Keeping your I you think of like so studying Adam bedroom? Smith and capitalism. <laughs> we have
2: economics departments. Conservatism is it just has to do with a a reliance or a reliance on like tradition and what has previously worked and been accepted as being so we an don't, authority so above So you're
1: saying that universities don't study tradition? Um that's what we have anthropologists for. And and sociologists for, right? No, I think that the, if you don't think most economics departments are conservative or quote, there's uh, a big
2: academic movement to reject and condemn lots of like traditional thinkers on Who? many bases as being like socially Who? regressive,
1: unless they're, and, and some traditional thinkers are socially regressive. I mean, from what we see now, looking back on them. Like, we might look back on Ramses II, he was a great builder, but he did these 20 things that we wouldn't want done now. You know, we are progressing as a society into, you know, we're evolving. Either you evolve or you stagnate and die. Like, there's no, there's, I don't know that there's an in-between. I mean, you're welcome to come up with one, but...
2: Well, this is away from the original point I was making, but the No, it isn't because there's
1: there's con- there's certain ideas about conservatism that that the university maybe has proven or that, you know, certain groups have proven that are not as valid in our society now and that we need to move on from those. Like and and the fact that the university does that doesn't mean that they're just that they haven't investigated those ideas, that they just made up something, you know. Mm. And, well, and, and look, just like, just like Marx, like the university uses Marx as a critical tool, but to say that they're actual people that want the rule of the proletariat right on the college campuses are few and far between. Right, they're not like a bunch of Marxists running okay, around. So you re-
2: they, they're teaching the Marx brothers at the All university. Right, yeah. level? You reject the notion that conservative thought and speech is under attack and in general in the university system in America. No,
1: I would say that conservative thought and speech is always under attack because of the evolution of society. And it depends on what we're talking about conservative. Are we talking about holidays? Are we talking about supply-side economics? What about... Because yeah, it's that's all liberalism. Point. It's all liberalism. It is
2: all okay, how about standard the, liberalism. The canon, as an example. The canon of what? Like literary canon. The canon hasn't... Not,
1: not much has evolved in the canon in a hundred years.
2: Okay, well... I mean, they've added books to it, but... But the rejection of the canon as being valuable because of it being older, wider, and well, what people view as like socially like regressive. To say
1: Mark Twain doesn't need to be read because he says racist stuff in there, he still needs to be read because he he is part I think of a lot the, of people
2: say that he shouldn't be read.
1: Yeah, well... I don't agree with that. Well, like, remember though, remember I asked you about this. We can't learn anything unless we go back and know the original designs that created the problem Okay, or I think that, yeah. that, I mean, I, it's that concept
2: has common acceptance. I mean, that's why
1: we study Hitler. We study Stalin. We study, you know, Mao. We study all these different things. We take kids back and let them look at that because we want them to see why we made the decision that that may not be valuable anymore as our society evolves into more freedom.
2: Okay, I think the perception of it is that uh, things viewed as socially regressive are just, like, banned, outlawed, rejected. Um, I'm
0: going to make a point, and then we'll move on. Uh, so we had discussed this one time, I think, on the podcast, but I, I, we were talking about something, and I said, you know, if, like, we wrote books now... You know, a lot of authors, the classics, they would quote, you know, from the Cantos or from the Wasteland or from, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever, Dante's Inferno or, you know.
1: They still quote from those, probably. Yeah,
0: but I've just... I mean, I I
1: heard Dante quoted, like, several times.
0: And I said that a long time ago to Joey. I was like, if we were writing books today, I wonder if we would be quoting those parts of the canon or if we would be quoting more, like... You would like, probably quote like Big Lebowski from a or, larger.
1: You probably would or, quote from a larger, and yeah. the Big Lebowski is not in the canon. Right. Well, but but, but, but,
2: <laughs> I, but I think uh, you but, would probably do something old and something new in order to say yeah, something more you profound. Would, well, because that's what you do, and but in, you get the idea I'm going for. You that. know,
1: you build the criticism, literary criticism, don't you? Build it across a spectrum of the canon, right? You and then you have certain things that you take out. And you use certain criticisms on them, like to understand what the people were thinking at that time and what they might be thinking at this time if we use that particular type.
0: So with theoretical that, argument. Th- that being mm. said, though, um, but where, where or what is education going to need? Going to go? Where is it going to go? What's it need? What's the future?
1: Well, I think in so the the ideal the, the, the idea that um that the education system is is, like I said, like is it is conservative and really liberalism, the original liberalism, you know, which which universities promote all of liberalism because that's the whole reason to have a university. It started with the Enlightenment, you know, and kind of well, it came from Greece but started in the Enlightenment, you know, and they promote the trivium, which is like rhetoric, grammar, And logic right so they promote that thing and that's from the original Academy Aristotle I mean Plato's Academy Aristotle you know added added some more stuff to it very a lot of rules and um, so I really feel that that the the critique that that universities are trying to are attack conservatism, they probably naturally could attack stagnation, right? And because they're they're evolving, because knowledge is being built over and over and over again, just like Google would be attacking. Oh. You know, uh, Google will be attacking those things just because it's building. Each one of these big entities are building
2: massive amounts of knowledge as they go. Yeah, I think I've set you up for arguing against something that isn't exactly what I was saying. My point was the um, that American, we intentionally the, the group of American conservatives uh, feels like they are under attack and they are excluded by the university system because the university system, unlike previously does not accept and promote the thinker's works values and experiences that they consider to be valuable so and they feel like by expressing their like concern and desire for those things they are um they're repressed they're rejected they're they're shut down well i would challenge like the fact that you can't have conservative speakers on college campuses now because you end up with security situations from students protesting and rioting because they, they s- so view it as a moral imperative for them not to be able to even express their opinion.
1: So again that goes back to
2: my original point of where students have power right there and if so that power they, is used to shut down a, a speaker who's presenting an alternate viewpoint or because of the advocacy and the beliefs of that speaker, is so, that pro- is that, isn't that a, like a so that a problematic use of their power?
1: Well, probably. It's
2: repressive.
1: Well, it is, but it also states what the youth want and what they think, just like during the 60s. Like yeah, when they shut down entire universities because they're pissed off about
2: the Vietnam War, and it's the same thing with if you yeah, and if you have in with somebody who disagrees in principle with like the canon or thinks that you know teaching um, teaching Mark Twain is wrong because he was a right. racist, and so they actually say no, you are not going Twain to teach this because there's if that's the perception, I see. so. You know, so right,
1: right traditional so London it races. might be better for shutting down is
2: shutting down works language speech is that itself a form of speech and is that a valid form of like expression well the, or a wielding of valid wielding of power, so it de- as you uh, put college
1: it. campuses are not necessarily free speech institutions right because they're pu private uh, now the public the public but should college campuses
2: be free speech institutions. Because they
1: have that, so free speech is something that we. I have went to a
0: private college, and I had to use the N word one time, uh, as part of academic purposes, because we were discussing the Harlem Renaissance, and I was doing a, a presentation on Carl Van Vechten, who was one of the foremost patrons, right. And I had to use the N word twice, and boy, that was uncomfortable. You didn't have to. No, 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 no. The professor said that in the name of academia that. That was the way it had to be.
2: Well, you still could have refused, but yeah, that's an example of a so, professor but I exerting... Think, I think
1: some of the well, but things... I was,
0: I, I, what I was getting at was I was allowed... It was uncomfortable, but I was allowed to do that.
2: Well, the fact that you would view it as an allowance or requiring an allowance is interesting. Uh, well, I but don't, in the interest... Okay, so the professor... I'm a, I'm a
0: white yeah. guy throwing the, around a, the, uh, a, a racial slur. And I,
2: the, I, the professor <laughs> projected the opinion that your using the language was more, or having the freedom to do it in that context more was yeah, right. more important than the implications, the social implications of you doing so. Right. so, which that's in favor of academic freedom versus like potential, you know, social consequences. So whatever.
1: I would say <clears throat> if we substitute the word traditionalist for conservative, right traditional liberals or traditionalist kind of which still gets into because i think some some parts of our conservative movement are totally just have gone crazy and they're they're inventing stuff to throw at the wall um which is sad because they really have a place in our politics and we need people guarding tradition, and we need people guarding that and saying, hey, well, let's not throw the baby out with the bathwater. There's no doubt that we need, you know, that kind of traditionalist party. But traditionalists always feel like they're under attack um, in in the process of the, the budding epoch, Could right? You? And so, and the, because the universities have to do with the budding epoch as they build knowledge, I think they're always going to be under, under attack. But I feel like I have not had the experience of students being silenced.
2: Um, okay.
0: I would say the only thing I have to say about the the future of higher education would be that I would like, and I need to study more about it. I honestly don't know much about it. You probably know because we've talked about it. Um, I think that Black Mountain College would be the the example moving forward Buckminster Fuller yeah Buckminster Fuller and John Cage because if you went to the college not only did you pay for part of the tuition but your tuition actually did pay for the building you were in you yourself had to do the yard maintenance the property maintenance the gardening the cooking the cleaning have
1: you heard of Warren Wilson that's in state right that's right beside where Black Mountain College Used to was. Be? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Well, it's in Swannanoa, so okay. it's on the other side of Black Mountain. Okay. But go ahead and go ahead and describe it because it's a lot like that. You have to work. Yeah, you. You yeah. have to do charity work. Right. And you have to go to class. Right. And a lot of that work, you can you can pay for part of your tuition by working on campus.
0: Yeah, and that's that was the whole trip. The place is like, gorgeous. If you it's were, like a thousand acres. Yeah, if you were going to come to Black Mountain to learn from these, non. Non-academic artists who were...
1: I would say they were pretty academic.
0: Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, 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 but I think they worked outside the system a lot and were considered, many of them, geniuses in their right. fields. And then to go to a university like that and study with them, so your, your tuition money is actually paying for these people to take residence. Right. It's paying for your residence. Then you're out keeping the campus up so the campus has greater value because it really does, in a sense, become yours. Right. You make it your own. You're interacting with all these people in whatever it is like. And I'm thinking of like if you had specialized schools, like a, like a gardening school or an art school or a, a liberal arts school or a sciences school, or you would be interacting more and more and more with people that were in the same headspace as you, and you would be exploring different things. Mm-hmm. They made scientists get out for garden for an hour a day. That can maybe help those people a lot. Yep. You know, especially if you're uh, any sort of um, uh, biology science or, or right. and, zoological and Warren Wilson or, has its own or,
1: gigantic organic farm.
0: Yeah, okay, so there you go. So, so I think in the future, I think you've got to change the value system. And that's kind of what I was getting at was if I, if I had been free in my mind to go to school and go, you know what, I can get any degree I want, it doesn't matter because when I get out... I'm still going to be able to pursue these other things and make money and not have to suffer a struggle. Not not, not that I suffer a struggle per se, but...
1: I think the essence of that is what's going to happen anyway as the machines do more and more work. Mm, And so what happens is we need to be able to have a society where people can be philosophers, people can be painters people can be sportsmen people can be whatever because the machines are going to do the manual labor because that's where we're getting at and so somehow they have to be able to sell their wares or they have to be able to get some kind of capital value for their for their their work and and so how do we do that in an equitable manner i think is is when, And so how, if, if we we're moving schools to the fu- future, because we know the machines are going to do most of the work and the jobs are going to shrink, now we're going to have more technical jobs, mm. right? <clears throat> but I think the jobs, the overall jobs are going to shrink. Although history hasn't shown that to be true, like seems to be new jobs pop up as fast as old jobs are destroyed.
0: There's a lot more jobs out there than there are people who want to work
2: them.
1: Well, and some of that is because capitalism is it needs to pull some money back down from the top and put it in the bottom right. just to get just to keep their their system going, but you know, that's a whole nother issue. Everybody
0: knows life's better with a big bottom.
1: But I think I think to Joey's oh my god. I think that to Joey's concern, like they they would always feel like that from progressive people. People that are traditionalists, they would uh-huh. always feel like if you, if you believe, uh, you know, marriage needed to be between only white people, then when they started talking about white and black folks getting married, there was a bunch of traditionals that went crazy, saying that's against the Bible, that's against all these things. Yeah. You know, and they, and then the universities were, <laughs> were pushing this, this, you know, this mixing of the
2: races. And, okay, I think the like, exceptional. Point. that's an incendiary example too by the way but it gets the yeah, you know argument, i just wanted to see you, how powerful or whatever. It is. yeah yeah because some traditional ideas are just based on social like that.
1: context <laughs> that um, we created that can be changed and that may or may
2: not be good i think the current problem is that the uh, it's the destruction or perceived destruction of the marketplace of ideas it's not that the traditional uh, Again, that's the a traditional neoliberal idea marketplace
1: of ideas is a neoliberal concept.
2: Okay, well then let's take, Ma- I'm using marketplace in a very general sense. I'm not using it in okay. an economic sense, okay? okay? Um, the, uh, having an open forum where all ideas may not be equal to each other, but they're all equally like valid to be heard at least, or everybody sort of has a place at the table. That is perceived to be to be gone now because the 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 current mentality has gone from free speech and open to everyone's opinion to if you allow the expression of certain opinions, specifically like traditional opinions, then that's actually a moral wrong and you have a moral obligation to actually exclude those ideas from even being expressed. So people's problem is is the non the inability to even express an idea, to even present a person's perspective.
1: So but it could be that our it could be that our ideas are evolving beyond those particular means of expression. In other words, you wouldn't stand up and use the N-word in class unless you were, or you wouldn't stand up and, you know, and and say Hitler was great, you know, because, or fascism is wonderful, because in general that would be deemed inappropriate, or, I mean, you could say that you... Inappropriate as morally wrong. Yeah. But then yeah.
2: somebody is a judge of what's morally wrong, Someone's and therefore if you're allowing Society an idea, always
1: judges morally, morality. I mean, that's... You know as
2: a group so so now that you have but i would say i would say professors judging what is morally okay to express and those groups could judge it to be whatever they want and as soon as you start as it's pushed and pushed and pushed and more and more and more restricted then you're going to alienate more and more people because you are literally telling them that their opinion their perspective is morally invalid
1: well, that's kind of what we've been doing for the last five hundred years,
2: well, right? Peter, that's society, kind of it, we're building
1: new knowledge and building new society, and that's kind of the way it looks like. As new ideas are formed and as society morphs around those new ideas, but like I said, that doesn't mean that a lot of tradition needs to be thrown out with the bathwater. That means that this is they always like the tories felt like they were being attacked by the you know the labor party and then the you know so there there's always this the this battle between what is new coming up and what is what is considered old and i would say if you went back 50 years those those values that you're talking about that they feel like under attack were believe so heavy That the other values didn't exist, like marrying, you know, uh, someone of a different race. Or like wearing high heels on campus as a dude. Okay, so in in a university
2: context, so in your opinion, is it okay to prevent the expression of certain ideas because they are labeled or considered to be morally wrong? and should that judgment be made by the people who are in charge of the university or should it be made by the student body or should it be what our society in general considers to be morally acceptable so that's that's like a, a yes or no with a sub question so um is it okay to prevent the expression of ideas because you consider them you know morally wrong or morally like problematic right or harmful potentially and if so who makes that judgment.
1: So I think society does that all the time. So and okay. so and, and and our society is
2: populated with like the the opinion of our society in general as far as what speech is either morally wrong or harmful is very different than the opinion of your average American university as to what is harmful, what speech is harmful or morally wrong. That's the, mic, that's the, the liberal microcosm sh- don't of the think university. that's true. You don't think so?
1: Because mm-hmm. those professors are part of society, and they have similar Well, then why is it views. okay for
2: Ann Coulter to have a Twitter account, but she can't speak on a university campus because she's going to get protested to the point that it's a security risk? Because, because her views are considered morally wrong by the student their, body. They're so afraid that she's going to do all to the go
1: go cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, really no, skinny. they're probably afraid that they're going to have to go out there and beat the students into submission to get them back. The professors have not a lot to do with that. Mm. So, you think the professors made them h- hate Ann Coulter, or the fact that she? I think it's the administration. Makes up so much stuff and, and, and it's for these so types of things. The only personally. point aggressive. that I was trying
2: to make is that the opinion, the the average opinion of a an american university student body of what's considered acceptable as far as speech is concerned is very different than what than the average opinion of american society in general
1: i don't agree with that because they're they're just average everyday kids especially at my place cuz they're they're not elites so they're they're pretty much you know they're all christian pretty much they go to church and They, you know, most of them are one race and they just kind of, they kind of have halfway opinions of whatever and, you know, but I, to say that, so you're comparing two things. You're comparing the college professors and you're comparing the riots of students. Mm. So you're kind of comparing apples and oranges. Well,
2: I'm... My, you know, my point was that, that the, we the inability of a conservative person to express their opinion on a university campus means that the university campus has a different and stricter opinion of what well, is acceptable speech.
1: There is, uh, and also that within that you're making an assumption that we don't have, we don't have traditional, prof, traditionalist professors. I'm going to stop using the word conservative. We don't have traditionalist professors.
2: I think there is a, a and if huge, you, there's a big academic movement, movement of professors that, are, that actually say that we need, that we have lost the ability to really truly speak freely and express ideas freely on, in, on universities. I have not seen that at mine. Steve, uh, that that's we, whole. That's Stephen Pinker's whole shtick, right? Yeah, now. and
1: Stephen Pinker is a questionable person anyway. So how
0: okay. well, so. It's almost kind of like um, like a doctor. Like uh, doctors charging so much money because they're afraid if they screw up, then they're going to get their asses. Yeah. You know, so now professors, it's like almost like you have to have teaching insurance, just in case you say the wrong thing. Well, tenure you know?
1: rights have been under attack over the years. Uh, actually, by conservatives, and so that tenure rights are what protect that free speech of professors.
0: So, uh, do you guys want to so keep, keep? ripping you guys want to keep? Again, on this, it's or? kind
1: of like a double-edged sword. Or you want to switch it up? So mm. maybe we need to pause this, and because, but I really, to truly say that, that there are some people that are censored, but I would say if you, if you started, you know. really critiquing I, I think the the students protesting are a lot have a lot to do with um
0: you're leaving yep okay I mean,
1: I'm interrupting Mm-mm. is this thing on yes it's on so
0: that's another that's another one. come local. see me tomorrow that's another one
1: come see me tomorrow I haven't seen you hardly at all last whatever I could be here okay of course, I'll buy you coffee. What L? Everybody uses my tab. If you come Ava on goes a, if up you there you and buys the Sunday, all kinds. i bring a
0: microphone, then you can chat. I don't know if I can hang. Oh, uh, yeah, you can up. hang. I want to hear that. I want to hear all that. Smart ass
2: remarks is all I'm good for. Yeah, all right.
1: yeah. All right. You can sit in Keith's camp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Educated smart ass remarks. Yeah. can
2: me see if I can sit on a
1: stool. There's okay. one right there. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like. So, we succumb to social pressure just like society does, right? And so, some of the social pressure we succumb to is like, I would say, I wouldn't give a shit if, and my university wouldn't really care if, and we have, we've had, um, ben stein come and talk at our university we've had the guy from Clear
0: eyes are awesome
1: we've had the guy from duck dynasty come and talk at our university <laughs> like, hey brother killing ducks is cool yeah so i mean <laughs> and those would duck be I've, I've never, never even seen well <laughs> and he came to talk about business like he came to talk about how the average person can create a business blah, yeah blah, i think blah. there's a lot of yeah.
2: universities in america where he would not be able to do that well and the people who want to
1: hear him Universities in in the country, yeah. I would say that I'm not sure. I, I'm. It was. We would have to see how many cases that actually were. We'd have to see no, safe, maybe data of how many cases of people that actually were prevented from going and the political tender box that was around those po- people at that particular period of time. Um, and now. That being said, it, you know, the the people using lies and fabrications and like a university would probably n- not let mm. someone who's against climate science come and go because we have so many facts knowing that that is completely true, right? And so mm. I can see where someone, you know, at some point, might say that, but most social theories still, unless you, you wanted on... to say Nazism is great, you know there's probably not many things that you would be censored for I think um, the
2: the fact uh, disallowing things based on being unfactual or misinformation is also a spectrum I know it it's it seems black and white, it seems like it should be easy, but
1: I mean, that's not to say that that, that that university professors don't challenge the finite facts over and over again in publications and at conferences, but to, you know, allow a speaker to promote something that we feel like is a really, really a problem as our environment collapses, like I think that would be one of the things, but maybe not. You know, our university is really open. It's like during... During campus week we have we have bands playing, some of the bands are Christian bands. Like Mm. it's not like you know, I I just haven't seen I haven't seen the boogeyman of academia like trying to take out
2: whatever. I just
1: haven't seen it. But that
2: doesn't mean it's not there. Okay, I would oh, here would be a measure of it. Were you censored in class? The ability no, but I didn't have strong opinions either. Um, What the, when do
1: these opinions come into?
2: <laughs> what about the ability of, example, a person on a university campus to wear like a Trump hat or something?
1: Oh yeah, that could happen. I'm, they wear Trump shirts on, on uh, our university. We have Young Republicans. Yeah, we have clubs, the Young Republicans.
2: I think maybe your university is. It's either. No, I think
1: it's just average. You know, every day. Okay, well, can then, keep then keep we have a problem. There you know. was a big... Uh,
2: we don't have to, but then my only additional thought would be, all right, then then a problem is presented with the people perceiving something. Um, that doesn't exist. And even if it doesn't exist, though, you still have the problem of them perceiving it. That's it. what we were
1: talking about with critical race theory. Like, how do we make sure the real definition of the stuff gets around? Like, which is so difficult because it, it's, people are wasting a lot of energy they could be spending with their families and having a good time or working on their business or, or refinishing their old Corvette, right? But they're, mm. they're, they're worried about critical race there. It's not even used in schools. Like, it's the craziest thing.
0: Well, in today's day and age, to get anything pure and uncut is very tough. I can tell, I can tell you that personally. Out in the black
1: market anyway. But I but think... Yeah, I get
0: it. All, yeah, right. Get it. Yeah, all right, never mind.
1: But I think this is productive, but I think we haven't talked about what other than Keith talking about like the Black Mountain College, what would we need? How about K-12? what do we need? Do we need to have community schools again versus consolidated schools and have you know we definitely need the more trades
0: wider, wider breadth of of teaching of what we're teaching and then I think a really, 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 really We believe. probably would
1: have that, literally, but it's very expensive. Oh, I'm sure. Like, I mean, the, well, what we, holds K-12 back is well, normally It's expensive. very
0: expensive, but again, this is this is the stuff that I've been tapping on the whole time we've been doing this stuff, is, is you got to reformat all of society, which can't be done all at one time, probably can't be done at all. When you... And I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it, and I'm not picking on him. I, I actually like the guy. Uh, but you, when you're paying LeBron James what you're paying LeBron James... And you're paying a kindergarten teacher. What you Space pay, Jam, too. I know. I want to probably watch it this afternoon. <laughs> but um, but you're and then you're paying a, a a a kindergarten teacher. What you pay them, like your proportions are all wrong. Yeah. Th- what we value—that's what I was saying earlier. You have to change your value mechanism. When you when you stop valuing what the fuck's going on in Kim Kardashian's life, and you start valuing what's going on in your own child's life.
1: Oh yeah. All right
0: you but i'm i'm using a a, a very uh, uh, a a celebrity basic example.
1: Oh, let's talk about that next time celebrity culture.
0: But i'm i i mean I'm, but i'm just picking up probably won't argue on that. Something easy. I'm and just saying the, the value the has to change. pro
2: celebrity culture. Value has to change. Um, yes. okay, well changing i mean well, Changing people's cultural so it's values is an individual value. by individual So Finland had a exercise. really
1: terrible education system. Then they changed the value of what they felt about teachers. They raised the standards to get in the school of ed. They um, paid teachers what they paid doctors and lawyers. And literally the education system changed in five years. But you have to be – but they had the ability to do that because they're – you know, they have a little bit more control over their economy than what we do. Yeah. I'm going
2: to take a more Oh, keep going.
1: But so, but we don't have that. And, and, you know, most people wouldn't want that. So how are we going to raise the value? This idea that everybody does what they can do. And if they can't do anything, then they teach. Literally. I've heard that over and over and over again. And like teaching is a skill set that you can learn, but it's also, you have to have so much patience. Like it's not,
0: like can if anybody's very, you can ever be very, substituted very bad, before, yeah, it's You can be could, a very bad, if you don't.
1: Yes, uh, yes, we don't need people. I've who, had a lot of really good ones, and I've had a couple of not so yeah. yeah, I've had, I've had a handful of not really good
2: ones. As a thought exercise, I'm going to take the more politically conservative approach and say, instead of a top-down solution that involves, hey, let's make public schools better, let's Increase teacher pay because they deserve it and it's going to make the system better. Start with homeschooling and then expand the number of students and the number of people involved until you hit some ideals of quality of instruction, quality of time spent, and... I guess, like, you know, financial quality. Well, there's
1: some problems with homeschooling. Number one, who's going to do the schooling? One of the parents has to stay home. Ah, And so, So therefore, there has to be
2: a wage a wage
1: that makes that appropriate
2: okay so if you start with if, if you start with a uh, parent and child mm-hmm. right and that is inefficient because for instance the parent either doesn't have the resources or doesn't right. have the knowledge to do it then expand the group so now you've got let's say two families right. right expand the group again until you hit something where you have a probability of you know good subject knowledge right. and you have an efficient group and you would probably end up with something Similar to a uh, classroom size. Now we're bordering but with on, like on, dedicated, into anarchy on an, dedicated on a dedicated families society sets it. its own. Well,
1: but but then you have to be careful not to fold into tribalism because what happens is if like you don't idea, have some kind of idea of what the agreed on beliefs upon that you're teaching your kids, like I well, I've the, actually listened, just the listened agreement to a of the group. group in here that said well, let's talk about this because we really don't like
2: science. Okay. Well, okay, here's the thing. Then they're going to be their Or choice. we really don't believe in science. Their, it was something like that. I was their like, oh, choice okay. of curriculum is going to be rewarded with their child being less capable, right? And you will be able to see evidence of that accumulated over time based on the curriculum choices done previously. But the don't point is, is you have everybody buying into it. You have the Except parents Except for some people
1: it. don't want to teach their kids. You have the parents invested in it. I guarantee you. No, but that's you why expect, you expand the group yeah, until you get yeah. somebody
2: who does want to teach.
1: But then what are their, how do we even know they can teach? They just drag them out of the, the, the grocery store and say, hey, you're going to
2: teach our kids?
1: No, well, probably and, the person
2: who's who teaching or the people the who are teaching would also have kids involved. Right.
1: And then who invents the curriculum? What curriculum do you use? How is it tested?
2: Well, you have you have more curriculum resources available. There's a lot of homeschool curriculum and some of them are batshit crazy. Maybe some
1: of them are wonderful.
2: Maybe this would encourage a more general understanding of what is really involved in education. What about and you know, people would actually learn how to teach or how to teach or how to speak or teaching people how to think would so become more common knowledge because not, people would have an interest in it.
1: Right. I am not necessarily against homeschooling. I've had some great homeschool students before, like it, but it requires so many things to come together and so much support from society. I would much rather the public school system devolved into community pods you know, where we didn't have to pay for buildings because if you take the building expense Hmm. out of public schools, which is what they're trying to do with online education, but we know that's a miserable failure because number one, kids don't want to sit in front of a computer screen. They need company, right? And parents don't want to sit there with their kids in front of a computer screen because they're going crazy too. So that's not to say that we can't use online stuff to augment. Like virtual reality and and you know all these things to augment types of instruction even in homeschool pods right we could do that hmm. I mean I think that's what they call those things those group they call them pods yeah but if we could pull the building expense and everybody did homeschools at like local churches community centers no, we in cannot, their basements in why we
2: don't be why are you so paranoid about you realize there are a lot of very intelligent and very capable. Christians, Christians. I like understand that. I,
0: I, I, I'm not refuting <laughs> that at all, and myself. I don't. I just don't think that that's the place where you need to have education.
2: Again, if if a person, if the prerogative of a group that's teaching children is a a religiously specific worldview, then there are going to be either positive or negative consequences of that decision in the development in the lives of the people who are being taught but the important thing is the people who are making the decisions about the curriculum literally have like a vested interest in the success and of the people. And probably half being of the
1: daycares are in the basements of churches. Oh, I know. Yeah, I know Because w- they help I w- support w- I w- to a daycare in the basement of a church. Methodist? Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, everybody that everybody went there. Yeah, when we were, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it supports Compton College or, or yeah. whatever the yeah. one that Joe. Yeah, yeah. But that it, wasn't in a, a if church, you
2: so. localize the system, then you increase accountability, and if you increase accountability, you're going to increase the quality of the product. Well, it's not. Well, that's the way the system is supposed to be done. I, like that's why we have
1: local school boards and. But what happens is school I would want education
0: being taught at a
1: temple either. But by we're the way. having
2: these grand national and state level fights about curriculum. I know it's crazy. And it well, it's ridiculous. It's like,
1: how did Bill Gates figure out how to get the Common Core stuff down everybody's throat in less than two years? Like, um, yeah, but and, does
0: Common Core really do any good?
1: Well, it's complicated and it's really difficult to teach, especially the math. I mean, it's made by a bunch of brilliant people. Like, it's, 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 it's it's hard to deploy I like deploy- it wasn't tested enough mm. you know it only is in english and and math i don't think it is, exists in science I but don't know. but yeah it i don't know i i, I i'm for what joey said for bottom up solutions on some of this stuff i i really i think it would get so that's what happens when we consolidated high schools. We lost some communities, like down east especially, like the community in Harker's Island, the community at Gloucester. Like every place that had a – well, I don't think there was a high school at Gloucester. There was one at Harker's Island. There was one – Ooh, we could get into some real midway. wild shit about,
0: about uh, you know, the, the, the dangers of school because of the money that's being put in to build buildings that aren't necessary where that money could be applied somewhere else. That's yep. just more of your tax dollars going yeah. out the window to twisted politicians and uh, money-making uh, bureaucratic machines.
2: Also, how about the fact that, like schools, <laughs> as far as transportation is concerned, as far as safety? Well, is we're going to have to do that anyway. It's woefully inefficient. Schools, there's. It's I not don't a like school buses
0: because they encourage kids to want to
2: drive.
1: Oh my God! Can so, we create? A, I don't like at least, circles because they don't have a point.
2: Can we at least agree that? That school should be a system that does not so closely <laughs> resemble prisons for the experience yes. of the student. Right. Any kind K- or, K- or a factory. Education. It
1: actually resembles much more of a factory than a prison. Okay. But, but so, yeah, yeah, that's why you have bells. They train kids to bell out at the factory. Yeah. Like when when lunchtime the whistle blows and lunchtime. So that's what I'm. That's what I meant yeah, about the system. It's a modernistic evolving. nightmare.
2: It's so we know it's repressive. Yes.
1: Yeah, so we know that
2: there's no
0: good
1: interior lighting. We know the buildings all look terrible. The feng shui so, is bad. Well, no, some of the new buildings, like the arts and science schools and the the theater schools, like all the magnet schools, look really cool. But but we know that community schools are more functional. They're better for the community. They're better for the students. People have bake sales there. They like if they need to rent out the 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 basement for their for their you know family reunion, they can do that. Do like. You th-
0: Think if but,
1: wait, wait, wait. The reason why we have consolidated schools is to mix the races. Like, literally, without busing, we could not do it because our communities are segregated in many cases, most okay, cases. Okay,
2: well, I feel like things... And that are,
1: happened after World War II.
2: Schools are segregated anyway, based on geography and economics.
1: Well, they bust them, but they bust the students all over the place. In Louisville, some students ride an hour... To get to another school,
2: like okay, they bust so them all you, over the place. So if the desire doesn't of, okay doesn't so, work the greatest, but it so problem you uh, schools lack diversity, which leads to a lack of uh, perspective. It leads to a lack of I don't know, like am em, empathetic for people who do not share mm-hmm. your uh, your life experience. Right, mm-hmm. there are solutions to that that are far superior to expending the resources to combine what disparate are the populations. No.
1: Well, you just said I, that there are you're solutions. Asking, what you're, the hell are the solutions? I because we've been literally looking for not spent one and, second and ever just thinking think, about it in my do you, entire well, life. Think about it. Do you think so? You're- because you're, you're gonna you're probably gonna be a father, right? So think about it. So what? What? Just the diesel fuel alone, the pollution alone from busing, is a reason to get rid of busing. Okay. Right. It's literally. Let's have small schools. Like literally. Not Croatan, but there'll be a school right here. Everybody goes to Swansboro High School. It's not split into counties. Like, you know, or hell, there's a school over here on this side halfway, and it only has, like, 20 seniors, you, right, or whatever.
0: I probably shouldn't ask this because it kind of it will deter the whole conversation. So don't answer it. Just think about it. Um, do you think if you had more smaller community-based schools, you'd have less school shootings?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, I agree.
0: Don says yes. By the way, Don yeah. Cleveland's joined us from afar. He's in the ether. Brandon yeah. Broom yeah. was, was in the ether.
2: Yeah. Mm.
1: Ours are all diesel in Louisville, and we got like one of the fifth largest school systems in the country. Like, I'm pretty sure they're diesel. They'll go to probably go to electric, but again, it's a huge expense. Um, But see, if we
0: if we go to electric and they all end up being Tesla electric, then we just bow down and we're still we're still sucking that guy's dick.
1: Be much more. See, the problem is is also like the funding for schools coming from property taxes. So the richer neighborhoods fund those schools, and those schools are nicer. Mm. They have more technology. So well, there's your segregation there. the Emerald Isle High School would be badass. Right, it would probably have surfing for lunch. Well no, Croatan
2: High School is a very good public high school. Yeah, it's also disproportionately funded by people who do not have children in the school system, yeah. and it's also ninety nine point nine percent white too. Yeah, and contrary and, to your right. yeah, the well, thought, diversity thought, of public schools. I always thought schools right. were segregated but anyway
0: because they had like AP from, classes and like regular classes, and then all. But that school mm, is
1: to, basically a community school because it draws from all this area right here, which is primarily white. You're segregating yeah. people. Yeah, so, by, so I'm saying they're already yeah.
2: schools are already segregated. Yeah. Right. I mean, they might as well be most.
1: Most of that happens in that most of the busing happens in the city. Like, like there's schools okay. out in in like Salem, Indiana, that are primarily white. Just because well, they have some Hispanic kids, but they're probably because they're, there's nobody else. Right. There's yeah. nothing else there. There's there's some corn, I guess, whatever they grow up there.
2: I haven't been impressed with arguments that I've heard in favor necessarily of public schools um in principle um we went to public school we turned out all right yeah that's that's an argument i hear a lot or like (laughs) you know kids you don't go to public school are like x and it's like well that's not so my encounter with
1: homeschool students is actually not that they've been quite impressive i mean just kelly's kelly's kid went to college
2: at like 15 like, and then and she was
1: homeschooled, but I'm, Kelly also has a degree in education.
2: Another good argument is that, or another common argument is that public schools are necessary in order to socialize children, right? But I don't see why, like, uh, non-public education and socialization are mutually exclusive. That doesn't make any sense to me. What you can't so, kids can't be socialized if they're not going to our specific current model of public school? Well, I
1: think the socialization argument states that they they can't see what the broader picture of society looks like with all these different cultures, all these different bullies, all these different whatever Again, like they don't necessarily get that chilling. in public school. It's um, still
2: a, repre- a a representation of their immediate like economic and or geographic Yeah, but I would say situation. Croatan is
1: still divided up in clicks that have power, you know, and okay, so we should depending yeah. on which BMW have the newest one in the parking again lot, and the
2: power dynamic right. is I've alienating and harmful BMWs to people my growing life. up. Huh, yeah. Like even ba- even based on like liberal ideals, right? Mm-hmm. It makes it look more like a prison. Bullying, potentially physical violence, exclusion, mm-hmm. yeah. emotional turmoil. Well, remember. Based on
1: Remember, the public school system was designed, you know, by the robber barons to create, uh, you know, factory workers because they needed people who could read schematics and directions and um, those kind of things. So I, I
2: didn't learn that in public school. No. Yeah,
1: well, that's why the schools of education, like at Chapel Hill, is Peabody. They were coal, right? And so, like a lot of them, a lot of the original schools oh, were financed. Oh, yeah, finance- Peabody, coal, yeah.
2: Mr. Peabody's coal company yeah, yeah. hauled it away. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: So they a lot of and, 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 and not just that, but the universities were sponsored by those people like Vanderbilt and Duke, you know, yeah. Yeah. To hell yeah. with Vanderbilt. Yeah. But that doesn't so you don't see I got no love for Vandy. You okay, don't see right, how much yeah, money Nashville. the Dukes donated to public education in Durham. Right, you don't see that figure because it's lost in their private records. But you're
2: considering that to be a selfish rather than humanitarian exercise. Or if it's a humanitarian exercise, it's a misguided one, like, you know, the... Like yeah. doing the best you yeah. can with like the unwashed masses. Yeah. Or so whatever. the group.
1: So there's a whole group of scholars in education that have been critiquing education since there was critical since the Frankfurt School created critical theory. So literally, like my branch, normally all they're doing is taking pot shots at education and
2: society. So like if the disreputable origins of other things, for instance, being financed for the like the purpose of wealthy people creating a more imperfect society, if that makes other things invalid, then why doesn't that same indict- indictment stick to public education then? Like, people make a point that like the origin of something is an argument if, it's, if the origin is like, is, is bad or it comes from a morally like, wrong place or it's misguided, then it makes it, it's a valid criticism of the thing as it is now. So, I mean, doesn't that potentially apply to public education? So,
1: they would say that that critique does come from the. That critique does come from some members of. You're, if you're talking about the critique of the left, like, I would say there's critique of public education over and over and over again. People go crazy at school board meetings. Yeah,
2: if. Okay, if the Constitution should be thrown out because it only allowed like certain people to vote, or it only granted citizenship, right. then shouldn't the public education system, by the same people saying that, also be thrown out because it was created with the interest of you so know, educating... Legally,
1: legally, the public education system can be changed by the local school board. Like, and, and the yeah, fact but that, but, that it's but, not, but, and but, the state controls it, is because they need the money from the state to do it. And the way the federal government controls it is they need a title... The Title One money to pay for the the students that you know are from poor areas that don't have high property values. But that's all
0: bureau- bureaucratic mess. So
2: yeah, I'm kind of interested in the laws.
1: Bureaucratic the debris. The, yeah. That's the way they got the Common Core stuff down everybody's throat. Was they wouldn't give you your, your Title One money unless you adopted the common core I think so
2: yeah why do we have to pass everybody's tax dollars through several layers of government for it just to come back down to educating kids well i want to say
0: well hang on hang on well, we don't. let's
2: let's slow that question oh, we do.
0: wait wait wait, wait hang on, thing on, thing on hang on hang on there's a very important thing here hang on hang on hang on, hang
1: on. Maybe run for I'm gonna I'm
0: gonna I'm gonna truncate your question to its to its cut, absolute <laughs> absolute most essential why do our tax dollars have to be filtered through any fucking thing at all that involves our government?
2: Outside of the fact that we need taxes. roads to drive
0: on, <laughs> much less education—that's a different story. Infrastructure. for Infrastructure.
2: Yeah, the right. government doesn't need the money to pay for things because the government when the government needs money the federal government it creates it. So yeah, just the state government needs your money to pay for things, but the federal government does not need your money to pay for things because it makes money. My government state should government be paying doesn't me make money.
1: Hmm? Well, that's a whole nother. we'll talk about economics one day. Fiat Policy.
0: So we're obviously not going to yeah, get to talk about love or
1: joy. Joy, we got to do love and joy. Keith is really upset <sighs> that we're not been doing. I'm it. just
0: trying to spread some fucking kindness in the world, man. <laughs> um, do you want to do recommendations and we'll wrap it so you can go? It's ten after eleven.
1: Yeah, I got to. I got to get going. I got company in Beaufort. Um, wow. Yep, my colleagues have come down to see how beautiful it is, and it was gorgeous yesterday afternoon. And they've got stunning pictures of the boardwalk in Beaufort. So. Good. Yeah.
0: All right. Joey, you want to go first? Do you have a recommendation? Mm -hmm.
2: I don't want to go first. I'd have to think about it.
0: Okay. Brad, go ahead. For our, for our increasingly smaller and smaller listening audience,
2: Um,
1: which is true, statistically,
0: according to the website.
1: The recommendation I would have is, uh, uh, you make yours first i'm trying to think of the name oh my God. okay um, uh
0: so i haven't read it yet but this is this is the thing that got my uh appetite wet for the joy and love thing was the guy uh michael malice he's a uh, ukrainian ukrainian born jew who's lived in america most of his life he's written books about north korea uh, a couple other things harvey p Carr, the comic that passed away from cancer He did a whole uh, comic version uh, biography about Michael Malice. It's apparently very good, very funny. But uh, Malice put together a a book of articles written by famous anarchists, and it's called The Anarchist Handbook. It just came out last month, I think. Oh, Um, yeah. I saw that online. I would recommend that.
2: Yeah, I probably will have to But that was But that that was
0: what his conversation with Lex Fridman on Lex Fridman's podcast was what got me going on the love and joy mm-hmm. thing. A so guy named Malice inspired Michael, you to... Yeah, yeah Michael Malice, the anarchist handbook.
1: So I guess I'll... Yeah, I got
0: to go. She's waiting. Okay, be hey, safe. Tell Teresa we said hey. You too. Thanks for listening. Thanks for stopping by.
1: Uh, so I would probably recommend, in that I mention her name, Hannah Arendt, The Human Condition. Uh, she's Can you spell one of last that? name? A-R-E-N-D-T. Okay. Hannah Arendt. Um, she's one of the foremost philosophers of the 20th century, so far as the quasi-political, um, and she, the book is a mental massage, so you kind of have to do some thinking to read it, but it, I figure I should, I should probably do mostly philosophy books, uh, just because that's my stick.
2: Ooh. Okay, I did start listening to a new audiobook. I don't know if I'm far enough into it to actually recommend it, but it is something that I think Brad would like. Um, mm, Daniel Dennett, Intuition, Pumps, and Other Tools for Thinking.
0: Mm. Hmm. Spell the last name. Sorry, dude. You're fine. Just because. Just, um, you know,
2: Somebody may be really interested. You never mm-hmm. know. D e n n e t t. Okay. So I think his most famous thing is he's he, li- he like, likes or like writing about um, evolutionary biology, but he's a philosopher. Um, so the first part of the first part so far has been mainly about distinctions between philosophy and science, and the willingness to be bold, be wrong, and learn from mistakes which I haven't really figured out. I think his description of what an intuition pump is, is so far it's sort of like a, a useful analogy or something to provoke productive thought. But All right. Well, all I right. Guess so thanks for listening.
0: How many more do we have
2: left
1: before you leave? So we've got, what, two more left before I leave?
0: So two more. So we'll have 22 when this is all over with.
1: Yes, and then we're going to try to zo- do Zoom. Yeah,
2: if we'll we can get everybody on out. Zoom, and we'll record Zoom, and whoa. if you have any
1: interest in doing that.
2: Yeah, sure. It just sounds difficult.
0: It is going to be maybe you not. you have, you have we'll a laptop,
1: see. so you could just move it around and sit and do Zoom from outside. You're on your deck, and
2: no, yeah. Joe, Joey can do Zoom a from his kitchen countertop. Man, well, that's how can he's, got the, he's got the rig set up
1: No, I broke the rig down. Oh, oh, because you're back in your office. Yeah. Oh, bummer.
2: Freed
0: up some space. Are we space. off? Not yet. Okay. Okay. See you later. Yep. We like.